Hello and welcome to this podcast. Again, uh, it's me, Nigel Job, with my colleague Lorna Rutter, and we are going to be um, talking in this mini podcast about a subject which is really of interest primarily to job seekers again. And uh, this subject today is one that we've had a lot of interest in on other things we've been talking about with respect to it, and that is being headhunted, folks. So um, what is being headhunted? Uh, it's a word, actually, that um, I don't like a huge amount, um, but nonetheless is used a lot by people. So Lorna, what, what is headhunted? What does it mean? Well, I think um, I think if we start with looking at the word headhunted, it sounds very impressive, doesn't it? It feels like you're uh, you're winning in life, maybe. I don't know. You're You're kind of in in the recruitment world then it means that somebody has identified you as a potential person that could do a job opportunity or a job that a company is recruiting for so um it, it's quite flattering if someone approaches you about an opportunity and um, that is i think you're being you're being approached the person's being approached specifically because you've got a certain set of skills that match the requirement of that client and typically i think you'll agree Nigel that um, these are quite senior roles. So. Yeah, very often, although in actual fact, it can happen at all levels, can't it? So um, it could be, uh, and, and perhaps some of the people who might be listening to this podcast um, might be earlier in their careers, and you can still get headhunted. So uh, let's burst the bubble on headhunting then, shall we? So um, uh, a lot of people are flattered, and there's no reason why they shouldn't be, by the way, but they can often be a little overflattered, though, shall we say, with respect to when they say they get approached, they get headhunted, um, what happens is that somehow or other, the employer or the employer's agent, so normally a search company, a recruitment company, may become aware of your background and therefore they approach you. Now, the, the bursting the bubble bit is that maybe they don't know a huge amount about you. Maybe they've seen your profile on LinkedIn or maybe you've written an article or maybe you presented at a uh, an event somewhere and they think, well, maybe that person could be interested in this role. Uh, but what will actually happen normally is that there's maybe a number of people. Now, at a very senior level, it genuine, you know, genuine headhunting goes on. You know, people know somebody's background. If they're maybe CEO of Tesco or Microsoft, well, maybe Microsoft, that might be a bit too high altogether. But I think also some big corporation, then they will yeah. really know someone's background. But most of the time, it's just they know a little bit, isn't it, Lorna? Yeah, I think in some niche sectors as well. And we've had it before where we've had clients approach us and say, we, we know of somebody. Yes, exactly. We don't know if they're, if they're looking right now. Yeah. But we would be interested to find out if they could potentially be interested. And that I think that, in in a sense, is pure headhunting because it's yeah, somebody exactly. that's been specifically yeah. identified by a client because they are well-regarded, well-known, well-networked within their sector, and they approach companies like ours um, to, to, make, to make that initial contact to see if they're interested in, in having an introduction. So, um, exactly, and that's it really, isn't it? That, that's make that initial contact and that's what the important piece is. So how do we get ourselves in a position then to get headhunted? So if this is because here's another thing with being headhunted is that um quite aside from the fact that we've if we kind of burst the bubble with respect to it being you know massively prestigious but but it, you know it still is flattering but the 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 important piece perhaps about being headhunted 
is that in actual fact, if you make your profile, you know, at its best, then the potential is you could have somebody approach you about a role that you might never have seen advertised. So it's a kind of really good way of ensuring that you get the best opportunities coming to you. So you don't perhaps have to, you know, be out there looking for a role all the time, um, but maybe roles come and look for you. So that, that's kind of a cool thing, really, isn't it? Absolutely. And we have had it in the past um, where companies approach us and say, we've got this hugely confidential role that we can't go to market for in a, in a normal sense. So we can't put adverts out. We can't kind of do a, a, a normal search because actually we can't let the general public know that, that this role is available at this time. But we want to start the search process. And so our role would be to go out to market and identify people that may not necessarily be looking for a role. So we, so in yeah. that respect, they, you are being headhunted and you're, you're kind of going through a process to try and whittle you down to maybe three, four or five candidates that we can present to the client about a job that is not known about only within the, the, the four walls of maybe the senior management team or something. So, um, yeah. So let, let's let's crack on with the what are the what are the top things then in order to raise your profile. Some of these might be obvious to people, but let's think about those those key things. What 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 are the key areas, Lorna? What what would be the first key area? Would you say that people should do if they so want to touched, improve their chance of being headhunted? So you touched on it earlier, Nigel, talking about sort of online profiles. I think the first thing is to make sure that your LinkedIn profile is really up to date and really selling all the aspects of you as a person what your main skills are what your intentions are you may not necessarily be looking for a job right now but I think within your LinkedIn profile having a really good sort of profile a statement about who you are what motivates you what your interests are and so therefore you're really kind of making it clear to anybody that comes across your profile what your intentions are and what sorts of things that you would be potentially interested so having in. That link, I mean, about. in the first instance, you know, for those people listening to this, probably a high chance you have a LinkedIn profile, but maybe you don't. Maybe you are a LinkedIn phobe. Maybe you don't, or maybe you're not that keen on LinkedIn. I have come across a few people who are a bit snooty about being on LinkedIn. Um, but um, if you don't, then you're probably massively reducing your chances of getting headhunted because most recruiters most companies most internal recruiters from companies use linkedin as a primary source in order to find people's backgrounds because why wouldn't you because it's almost like you've got an open book cv there so um, so that that that's that's one of those things so you you know if you haven't got a linkedin profile you're probably going to need to have one and then secondly as lorna says you're really going to make sure that that sells you properly it really tells anyone who looks at it what your skills are and what your capabilities are, what your achievements are. Um, so, what training so you're, you've done, so that they can clearly see that your full skill set, so how you may yeah. fit with the brief of the role that they're looking to find somebody for. That's right. And, and then and in one of our training courses, um, which uh, we focus specifically on this area, then um, you can... Uh, you, you can look at how to actually then utilize your LinkedIn profile to be proactive in terms of networking, to, to really network with the type of people that then might in turn go, oh, that's a really interesting profile. Actually, we've got a role coming up, which we haven't advertised yet. So they get in touch with you. So that's the, that's the first thing. So get your LinkedIn profile really fit for purpose and so on. So 
Any, any other areas that... Uh, oh, definitely. That we... So you've just touched on it there, actually, Nigel, and you mentioned the word network. And in order to get yourself headhunted, then networking and networking, I think you used the word like crazy earlier, um, is, re- is really important. You need to establish yourself within the sector that you're looking to you know work within and be headhunted in so you need to go to events you need to potentially um, present at events become an expert within your sector know get to know people within your sector so that your name is is being talked about Um, so when an opportunity arises whether that's on the open market or confidentially for a company actually your name would flag up because you're somebody that was within the sector that people know about and so if we were talking to someone about a particular opportunity then it might be a case that 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 person we're talking to isn't right but they might then refer you because they know of you they know about your skills they know about you know how well regarded you are within the sector that you work within and then attending events whether that's just going as being uh, you know a delegate or whether you get yourself in up on stage and talk at these events the more you can be shown to see yourself within a particular sector then the more you're going to be seen as an expert and draw attention to yourself and therefore opportunities may come your way um, yeah indeed and I think you know if you look at most industries most industries have these type of networking events or there are indeed there are quite a lot of um networking events which are general business networking events in local areas but i mean if you look at i mean a lot of our followers not all but a lot of them will be within the um, uh, medical technology areas or the or the biotech areas and if you look at those for example you know most places around the world will have a local hub that specializes in some kind of networking keeping people up to date if you're doing a completely different area say you're a lawyer or you're um, you're an accountant then there'll almost certainly be networking events which will be appropriate for those individuals where you can raise your profile and uh, you can you know engage with people and demonstrate as Lorna says your your kind of expertise and i think and, in addition to that you can also show that through having an online blog or writing articles or even commenting on articles. So being visible is really important to to be a, be someone that can be found in the headhunting yeah, process. Yeah, absolutely. So you, you end up, again, links back to some extent about that kind of online presence, isn't it? So, you, mm-hmm. you know, writing articles, doing blogs and so on. And then I think one one third area really is, is really ensuring that your skills and training is up to date. So if you're going to training events or even if you're doing online training, you're doing skills, you're going to be meeting other people who may well be very useful contacts. And then if you engage well with them, demonstrate good communication skills, then again, you're putting yourself in a position where you're raising that profile. So so, so really, those are kind of, I, I guess we could perhaps summarise those, couldn't we, Lorna? Those are those three key areas. There's probably lots of others as well, but those are, those are probably three key tips in terms of really ensuring that you have the chance of being so-called headhunted so in other words make sure your your online presence is there particularly with respect to linkedin if you haven't got a linkedin account you know even if you're at the early stage in your career really worth looking at actually building one of those and start networking with people through that look at your actual you know your 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 real world network you know going to events this kind of thing um, and then, you know, really ensuring that your training and your skills are up to date and using those training events to engage with other people. So those are 
I think those those are probably three good areas, good takeaways for this this mini podcast. Definitely. Would you say, Lorna? Yes, definitely. I think so. I think it it just raises your profile, makes sure that you're found. Uh, whether that's online or through your networks or through recruiters, opportunities for referrals from people that may know you, for opportunities that may arise. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. I think that it, that pretty much sums it up quite well, Nigel. Great. So that's the thing, isn't it? Um, put yourself out there. Maybe you want to even start doing your own podcast series, perhaps. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it, is, it is because in the end... It's all about getting people to know you and, and and trust you. And if they know you and feel they they trust you or they like what you're writing about or what you're engaging with, then they're probably likely to get in touch with you and you're going to grow that network and massively increase your chances of being headhunted. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, those people that are listening. Um, this is one of a series that we're doing specifically for job seekers and uh, Lorna and I discussing some thoughts there. And we're trying to keep all of these inside 15 minutes. We've well achieved that today, Lorna. So yeah. um, so, uh, so that's great. <laughs> and uh, please, you know, look us up. Um, we'll see on if you're watching this on a, on a video, then you'll be able to see at the end of it a number of places to connect with us. Both Lorna and I are obviously on LinkedIn, so you can see us there. We also have an um, Instagram account, which you may have found this on, called The Interview Specialist, and uh, also a Facebook account as well, the same name. So, um, yeah, please keep in touch, keep following what we're talking about. But um, hopefully today that's given you some ideas that might really enhance your career. So have a great day. Thank you very much, Lorna. Thank you very much.